Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hello, welcome to Sunday Stories. My name is Deacon Lorena, and I love to share good stories with you. This past weekend, we had a birthday party for someone in the family. We had a big dinner with yummy food. After dinner, we lit the candles on the cake and sang Happy Birthday. Then we presented our gifts. When we love someone, we give them gifts. Our gift is an expression of our love. It conveys to the person we love that we care about them, think about them, and usually we hope they will love us too. We want their love in return. We may give a generous gift in hopes that the person receiving the gift will love us back even more. But the test of love is to love and expect nothing in return not even to be loved back. God loves like this. Did you know that God loves us even if we don't love God back? It is true. We don't have to love God, but God loves us no matter what. In fact, God expects that it will be hard for us to love without receiving gifts to prove he loves us. And that sometimes, even when we receive his gifts, we don't love God. And God knows this, sees this, yet still loves us. Jesus shares this with a man who visits him in the middle of the night in today's gospel from St. John. The streets are dark except for the moonlight. A man walks quickly and quietly to the house where Jesus is staying. The man is Nicodemus, a Pharisee, a highly respected Jewish leader who studies God's law. Teacher, he says, you are surely sent by God. I can tell by what you teach, and you heal in ways that can be done by people only when God is with them. In reply, Jesus says several things that puzzle Nicodemus. Jesus can tell by his voice and his questions that Nicodemus is confused. So finally, Jesus says gently, Nicodemus, you are a teacher. Don't you know these things? These are heavenly things I am talking about. Here, this is the most important thing you need to know. God so loves the world that God sends his only son to the world so that everyone who believes in this son will be with God forever. This is amazing. No wonder Nicodemus is puzzled and confused. It is so different from what he himself teaches. He is a good teacher. He knows and understands God's laws and teaches them well. But this teaching is different. What does Jesus mean? Nicodemus listens but does not understand how God loves the world in such a way that God gives his only beloved son to the world. Then, not saying a word, Nicodemus leaves. In today's Sunday story, 
One of the first gifts Sophia receives when she is a baby is a hat from Mrs. Goldman. When Sophia gets bigger, she makes pom-poms for Mrs. Goldman. Sophia notices that Mrs. Goldman knits hats for everyone in the neighborhood and never thinks of herself. Let's listen to today's Sunday story. A Hat for Mrs. Goldman, a story about knitting and love by Michelle Edwards. When Sophia was a tiny baby, Mrs. Goldman next door knit her a tiny baby hat to keep her warm. Now Sophia is big and she makes the pom-poms for Mrs. Goldman's hats. Hats for the tiniest of babies. Hats for small, medium, and large friends and neighbors. Mrs. Goldman taught her how. Keeping Kepi's warm is our mitzvah, says Mrs. Goldman, kissing the top of Sophia's head. This is your Kepi, and a mitzvah is a good deed. Sophia and Mrs. Goldman bundle up to walk Mrs. Goldman's dog, Fifi. Winter is almost here. Fifi wears her dinosaur sweater. Sophia wears her fuzzy hat and matching mittens. Mrs. Goldman made them all. An icy wind blows Mrs. Goldman's hair left and right. It turns her ears pink. Where's your hat? asks Sophia. <laughs> I gave it to Mrs. Chen, she explains. Mrs. Goldman's cappy must be cold, worries Sophia. At home, Sophia thinks and worries again, worries and thinks. Mrs. Goldman needs a hat. Who will knit one for her? Not Mrs. Goldman. She's too busy knitting for everyone else. Last year, Mrs. Goldman taught Sophie how to knit. I only like making the pom-poms, decided Sophie after a few days. Knitting is too hard and it takes too long. Now Sophia digs out the knitting bag Mrs. Goldman gave her and the hat they started. The stitches are straight and even. The soft wool smells like Mrs. Goldman's chicken soup. Sophia holds the needles and tries to remember what to do. She drops one stitch. She drops another. Still, Sophia knits on. She wants to make Mrs. Goldman the most special hat in the world. The next day, when Sophia and Mrs. Goldman walk Fifi, tiny fluffs of snow fall on Mrs. Goldman's head. Her ears turn bright red. Mrs. Goldman's kepi must be very cold, frets Sophia. Sophia knits after breakfast. She knits after lunch. She knits after dinner. She even knits while Mama reads her a bedtime story. But Sophia doesn't knit when she is at Mrs. Goldman's house. The hat is a surprise. All week there's frost on the windows. One day, when they are walking Fifi, Mrs. Goldman wraps Mr. Goldman's scarf around her head like she's a mummy. A fierce wind unwraps it and flings it up high. Sophia jumps and grabs an end of the scarf. Fifi nips at the other end. Mrs. Goldman's cappy must be freezing, shivers Sophia. 
Sophia knits and knits faster and faster and faster, stitch by stitch, row by row. Then Sophia sews. At last, Mrs. Goldman's hat is done. Sort of. The hat is lumpy and bumpy. There are holes where there shouldn't be holes. It looks like a monster hat, thinks Sophia. Sophia turns the hat over and around, inside and out. Mrs. Goldman's hat should not be a monster hat that will scare Fifi. Sophia opens the box of hats Mrs. Goldman made for her. Each one is special, but they are all too small for Sophia now and way too small for Mrs. Goldman. Sophia looks in the hall closet. There are hats Mrs. Goldman made for Mama and Papa. She can't give their hats. There is a scratchy old hat Sophia's abuela wore back in Mexico, worse than Mr. Goldman's scarf. Sophia thinks about Mrs. Goldman and the hats they make together. Your pom-poms add beauty, Mrs. Goldman always tells her, and that is a mitzvah too. Sophia feels her heart grow bigger and lighter, like a balloon. She searches her room for red yarn. Red is Mrs. Goldman's favorite color. She gathers her scissors, her sewing needle, and her stack of index cards. Sophia gets busy, very busy. When Sophia is done, Mrs. Goldman's hat is the most special hat in the world. Sophia rushes next door. Surprise! For me? asks Mrs. Goldman. For you, answers Sophia. It's a hat, she says. Of course it is, exclaims Mrs. Goldman, and she hugs Sophia. And then she cries. What's wrong? asks Sophia. Don't you like it? I more than like it. I love it, declares Mrs. Goldman. Gorgeous, like Mr. Goldman's rose bushes, and you know how I love his roses. Mrs. Goldman kisses Sophia on top of her kepi. I made it all by myself, Sophia tells her. Amazing. And will you look at these pom-poms? One, two, three, four, counts Mrs. Goldman. Sophia joins in. There are 20 pom-poms on Mrs. Goldman's hat, each one made with love. She gently puts her hat on. The next day, Sophia and Mrs. Goldman walk Fifi. Fifi wears her dinosaur sweater. Sophia wears her fuzzy kitten hat and matching mittens. Mrs. Goldman wears her Sophia hat. Her kepi is warm. And that's a mitzvah. Today's Sunday story is about knitting and love. Mrs. Goldman loves to knit. She loves to knit hats for people to keep their kepis warm. Mrs. Goldman loves Sophia and knits her many hats. But because a child only needs so many hats, Mrs. Goldman gives Sophia another gift. She teaches her how to knit. Like every good teacher, what moves Mrs. Goldman to teach is love. What better way to share her love than by teaching what she loves to the person she loves? Teaching is about sharing love through the very thing that brings us joy. Knitting brings Mrs. Goldman joy, and sharing that joy with Sophia is love.
Good teachers see beyond facts and information. They see into a person's heart. And Nicodemus is a good teacher, the very best there is on God's laws and on the ways to worship God. But then he meets Jesus, whom he quickly discovers is the greatest teacher he will ever meet. And in moments, Jesus opens his heart and mind to a whole new understanding of God, how God loves completely and without exception. In fact, Jesus says to Nicodemus, God loves so completely that, like Abraham, God willingly gives up his only son. And Mrs. Goldman also gives up many things out of love. Time, attention, even her own hat she gives to Mrs. Chen. Love does this to those who love in this way. Mrs. Goldman, who loves to knit, who loves her neighbors, who loves Sophia, loves in this way, a way that forgets about self, and in doing so gives the best of all gifts, open-hearted love. And this may be what Nicodemus feels when he listens to Jesus in the dark of night. He does not understand what Jesus teaches, but like Sophia, who does not knit as Mrs. Goldman teaches, he feels the love with which he is being taught. This love opens his heart, and he returns later to hear more. Sophia returns again and again to be with Mrs. Goldman, whom she loves, and although Sophia tries to knit Mrs. Goldman a hat and indeed fails, she does not give up and succeeds in creating a unique expression of her love for Mrs. Goldman. And of course, Mrs. Goldman sees the love in the pom-pom hat Sophia gives to her, and with tears of joy, she places it on her own kepi. Giving is how love expresses itself. Giving is love with personality. Giving without expecting anything in return is the true test of love. Although like Nicodemus in today's gospel, we may struggle to understand that God loves like this, Mrs. Goldman and Sophia show us how we can give and receive love. Let us pray. Eternal God, who created all things out of love, we thank you for the gifts of life and faith. Open our hearts to receive your love so that we might become like Jesus, loving ourselves and our neighbors just as you love us. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. 